Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week, <laughs> I am the lowliest agent of Zip. Zero ideas, people. Zero ideas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had to work with the fifth graders today. Well, today was my day that was heavy on grade fives, and... Grade fives at this point in the year are pretty much just bigger grade four students, which means they're trying. <laughs> I would take a class full of middle schoolers any day over a class of Fifth graders. maybe eight and nine-year-olds. My brain is fried. There's nothing left. There's nothing left. Nothing left. However, it's all good. Tomorrow is a nice middle school day, so I have something to look forward to. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's me. My brain is empty and fried. <laughs> and Paul is off on deep space on an assignment. Oh, yeah. Uh, many, many, many assignments, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I am Al, and this week I have been dealing with agents of real estate. Riding everywhere across the land, estimating sales, touring all the estates. Because <laughs> my parents have been here for the last few weeks. They are leaving tomorrow for to go back to Jersey for a little bit, and they'll, then they'll be back, we think, permanently. We're not sure. Because they're moving here to Florida, and so they were looking for looking at houses. Right on. And looking at houses. And looking at houses. <laughs> now, to be fair, my father has been doing this for the last decade. Oh I don't boy. think he's looking for a house. I think it's just his hobby, and he just likes looking for more. <laughs> it's like the back issue bins, but for houses. Yeah, because he doesn't buy any of them. <laughs> well, you know, you can dig through the back issues and look at the issues you'd like to have and then put them back. And <laughs> Oh, boy. Somewhere out there is the perfect home. Yeah, and you'll find it in the next 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, you'll get dragged to every single one of them. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't get dragged to most of them. I'm working. He's dragging my poor mother. What do they say? If I don't talk do about my together. father anymore, it's because my mother did something and we buried him in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know where your father is, Al. He just can't come to the phone right now. Yeah, ever again. <laughs> He's still in the bathroom, Al. Sorry, you'll have to talk to him another time. <laughs> Gotta get him more fiber. <laughs> Alrighty, well, as we're talking about doing away with people, <laughs> we're looking at a Lobo issue. <laughs> nice Lobo, segue. Totally right. Portrait of a Victim, a beautiful cover by Glenn Fabry. Fabry? Glenn Fabry. That sounds good. Yeah, nice painted cover. Yeah, yeah. It's got lots of, like, British influences in it, I think. Oh, yeah. And this it is... Looks... Sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, it looks very, like, uh... what is that, 2000 AD? Is that, 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 uh... Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, whatever that British anthology is. It's, it's just got, it's got that look, right? You got the sort of punk alien dude with piercings and 
pins all over the place being beat up by Lobo, who, of course, is ripped and veiny and muscly. <laughs> all righty. That's his style. Totally. And just and since it was just something we were talking about before, just so anyone knows, if you're looking for this in any of the trades, this is not reprinted in any of the trades. The only place I can see this reprinted, because you're going to have to find the original issue if you guys want to read this, is in the comic called Extreme Action, published in Denmark in 94. There you go. A nice little uh, side trip to the Netherlands. Yeah, to get a comic. <laughs> totally. Of course, you also get a Predator comic in there, too, by Evan Dorton, so hey. There you go. There are worse things. There are worse things. All righty. Lobo, Portrait of a Victim from 1993. Kind of right around the time we were... This this one came out around the same time as issue 51, I believe, or 52. So There you go. So we're it's right back right where we are. Right, right, right where we are. So we open up with... Um, a tubby little alien dude with lots of spiky uh, head protuberances. Yeah, kind of soft little round spikes coming out of his head and his legs. He's just a spiky dude walking a spiky little pink, probably what we'd call like an alien poodle chihuahua mix. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Very pink, very prancy, and they happen to walk by Lobo, who's standing outside of the gun shop, and the little pink poodle chihuahua, you know, does what a dog does and splashes all over Lobo's boots, so that's not going to go over well. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, maybe Lobo will surprise us, but... Uh... Mm. <laughs> so the dude says, hey, sorry, pal, <laughs> but you got to see the funny side, right? <laughs> and he is laughing until Lobo um, feeds him his dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I Oh, the dog looks to have been stretched and... Or split. Or split and inserted in a couple of... Uh, orifices. Orifices, yeah. Um Oof, that's a Lobo. <laughs> this is something about me where this is the first thing that Robo's done that I'm like, eh, I'm not okay with this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to kill people? That's fine. I'm fine with that. Kill all the people. But oh, the doggy? No, 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 no. No, no, no hurting the puppies. I got to cross them. <laughs> all righty. All righty. So then we go to the emergency ward, and uh, there's a patient named John Doe. Uh, we have a voiceover. Had a good laugh, huh? Like to see a little humor mixed in with your violence, do ya? Yeah, you guys is all the same. You make me sick. You read about that. You read about that monster Lobo, and you hoot and ha fit to burst. Funny stuff, right? Not. And we can see that this uh, person in the uh, in the bed, John Doe, has. Um, is pretty injured, is missing a foot. Um, he's completely bandaged up, like everything yeah, is like, bandaged. Yeah, he's like the mummy. <laughs> if the mummy was missing a foot. Do you ever stop to think of the aftermath of his passing? Ever wonder what it's like for the guys that get left in his wake? The maimed guys, the crippled guys? <gasps> guys like me. The guy doing the voiceover is the guy in the hospital bed and we get a close-up on his eye and it's 
bloodshot and crusty and and uh woof woof and then we zoom out and we get the uh the whole scene well i got news for you friend read this and weep and the doctor the doctor robot <laughs> mr doe who in the world are you talking to <laughs> <laughs> And we've got a little buxom nurse. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, standing in a pose. Yeah. Um, I would say almost like a blow-up doll nurse. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking of. Um, there we go. Portrait of a Victim is the title of this issue. And it is by Alan Grant, Doc Alan Grant, Doc Val Symix. Uh, Symix. It's one Simics. of those names that I see all the time. I've never ever had to pronounce it. Symix. 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 You all know who I'm talking about. He yeah. was. He was. Did he? He did the. He was on Demon for a long, long time, right? Yeah, I want to say. That. Yeah, that's right. And then maybe on the Lobo series, too? Or am I misremembering things? That I'm not sure of. Cause okay. He was definitely on Demon. Because I know I definitely, like I said before, once we got past Lobo's back, I really stopped buying them. So yeah. I've never read anything from the ongoing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was a regular on the Demon issues. Um, Doc Chameleon on colors. Doc Klein on letters. Bad Doc Raspler is the editor. And Lobo created by two dangerous paramedics, Keith Giffen and Roger Slipper. So uh, we get the victim. Uh, no one, Doc. Yes, you were. I heard you. Was he brain damaged, nurse? Driven insane, <laughs> perhaps? And the nurse says, let me see. Broken pelvis, eight broken ribs, both legs fractured, left foot missing, two broken arms, Massive internal damage, blind in one eye. No, Dr. Casey, he was lucky. His brain's just fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And lucky. the victim, yeah. My face, Doc, what about my face? And the doctor just says, what face? <laughs> uh, don't you worry. The main thing is to get your vital organs working again. Plastic surgery can work miracles these days. And uh, he pulls the oxygen ventilator off of the guy's face, and his lips are pretty puffy, and he's got no teeth. Sorry, he's got three teeth. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if he's got a nose, because if so, it's bandaged pretty flat. That's um, right, yeah. There's no protuberance there. There's no nose, yeah. <laughs> Your insurance agent will be in later. You should fill in this form. If you need anything, just holler. And he uh, puts like a little mouth pen in the guy's uh, mouth. So he starts writing and scratching and scratching with his mouth. I'm impressed um, that he could do that well with that. Totally. I would not have the uh, dexterity yeah. skill set. No. <laughs> Name John Doe. Marital status. He is married. He's ages three 30. or 30-something. Uh, he's got children, Augie, Latte. <laughs> uh, he has an address. 
please describe in your own words how your accident happened and what effect it has had on you. Accident. There was no fragging accident. He did it deliberately. And his uh, bloodshot eye has like an angry uh, squint to it. It all started yesterday evening. My wife had just cooked a wonderful family dinner. And the wife is, someone is, what the blankety blank is this blankety blank blank? It's char-grilled pigeon. Or at least it would be if the power company hadn't cut us off. You want cooked food? Go get a job so we have money to pay the bills. And the dude is like, I don't have to put up with this crap. Where do you think you're going, you good-for-nothing slob? Oh, with the boys. And the kids are fighting over the the uh, grilled pigeon. <laughs> Which, you are... Way, the oh, sorry, kids don't look anything like either parent. No. Mom is, like, pink and big with, like, fluffy orange hair. And Dad is... Like beige or something. Beige with a giant nose and... Like big, big fur patches on his like on his forearms. Totally, and the kids are just green, spiky-haired. One of them looks like you know maybe she had an affair with Savage Dragon. <laughs> totally, totally, and you never know. You never know. Dragon gets around. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the wife is like, "You are not. It's time you spent a cozy night at home with your family. Cozy with these squabbling brats and your incessant whining." And the kids are like, "Bastitch." moron you must think i'm crazy tibia you are you spend more time with your deadbeat friends than you do with us i'm warning you go out that door you shouldn't bother ever coming back that suits me fine goodbye and he slams the door and off he goes whoops commercial break (laughs) this comic has been brought to you by totally Anyway, he's out with his dudes. He goes to meet them. Much as I like to stay at home at night, some old college chums had asked me to take part in a very lively philosophical debate. Yo, John, how they hanging, bro? <laughs> Shoot, I'm surprised they're still hanging at all. That titty is trying to nag him off. Tell me about it. We're all in the same boat, pal. No jobs, no prospects, nagged by our wives, tormented by our brats. I'll tell you, married life wasn't supposed to be like this. Oh, for the good old days, remember? Picking fights with the other gangs, hitting in a dozen bars in a night. And who cared who you woke up with in the morning? Yeah, we could belch and fart whenever we pleased, drink beer till we puked if we wanted. They were the days, all right. What do you mean, we're? We ain't losers. We can still do it. That's out a giant burp. You see? Come on, let's paint this town red. I'm with you, bro. Yeehaw! So off they go, getting ready to paint. And they want to get into one place, one side, you old gimps. Because uh, they're being prevented. Someone is saying, nope, you're not coming in. Oh, well, yeah, what are you going to do about it, kitty? Talk of my ass. <laughs> And the little guy pulls out a ginormous gun, sticks it on uh, our hero's yeah. nose. It's big enough to cover the nose. That's right. Oh, uh, after you, young sirs. <laughs> See, what happened to one-on-one fisticuffs? Ah, oh, we're strangers in a world we never made. 
I guess the past is gone, guys. Come on, at least we can still get drunk. So they head off to go to a bar since their uh, their first choice was next. <laughs> uh, the piggy pizza. That's right, piggy pizza, and uh, yeah, they're not getting in there. All right. So the library was closed, so we retired to the back bar room of a small but chic cafe I know. <laughs> Yo, barkeep, four beers if you will. That's when we first saw my assailant. Drink up, guys. Or coming up, guys. Drink hearty. Oh, heck, that's Lobo. You know his rep. He'll probably wreck this place and us with it. Maybe we should just leave. But yeah. he saw us. He looked right at Randy. Oh, yeah, he did. If we walk out, he might take it as an insult. He'd come after us and frag us, but good. We'll sit over in the corner and we'll have a quiet, inoffensive game of cards. Now, is that really Lobo? Because, I mean, he's reading. <laughs> well, to be fair, the book is upside down, so... Oh, okay. I don't know how... Uh... Never <laughs> mind that. Heard he's reading. <laughs> it just confused me. I'm like, I know. What? Well, for sure. Lobo is, um, he's developing layers. <laughs> That's just because he doesn't shower. That's right. Totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, dude is like, uh oh, because there are some folks coming in. Oh. And as they come through, they're uh, tossing their pizza crusts wherever they feel like it into people's drinks and stuff. Uh, and oh, someone the, is the young punks from before. Yeah, the young punks. They're you know they're young. They must be in grade five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you little punk! I'll teach you to drop your stinking pizza on. And of course, that's as far as he gets. Well, he does get me out just before he gets shot to pieces. By the punks, who have pulled out their guns and are shooting like crazy bullets flying everywhere. One of them happening to go right through Lobo's can of beer. So Lobo's like, right. <laughs> uh, so we're back in the hospital. We wanted to avoid any trouble. So Mr. Doe, visitors for you. <laughs> and uh, it's his wife and kids. What do you want, Tibia? Thought you never wanted to see me again. Well, that was just the heat of the moment, dear. Give your dad his presence, kids. Maybe here I should tell you about the effect all of this has had on our family life. Nothing too good for dad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are looking at him. Um, yeah, they give him an apple core and an empty thing from like grapes. Yeah, totally. We used to be such a happy, close-knit crew. The Brady Bunch, our friends, called us. You greedy brats, Mom slaps them. I told you not to eat them. You're supposed to be buttering them up. And the dad is like, oh, yeah? Why? Don't answer. I already know. You think I'm going to get a big insurance payoff, right? And you want your share. But the injuries I sustained in the completely unprovoked attack have caused such stress. Well, you're not getting any. You threw me out. You didn't want me when I was poor, and you damn well won't have me when I'm rich. 
and his wife, poor Tibia, <laughs> just smacks him. Why, you lazy, drunken slob. I spent the best years of my life looking after you. <laughs> now we hardly have a kind word to say to each other. You bum, you parasite. Bum, parasite. <laughs> and now the nurse gets into it. Now, now, Mrs. Doe, your husband's far too ill for this. She kind of shoves her out the door. You crook, half that money's mine. So sue me, you whore. Boy. In fact, much as it breaks my heart, I see no option but divorce. Anyway, we wanted to avoid trouble. So when the violence started, we took great care not to get involved. Destroy a man's drink, would you, you teenage fragging delinquents? Nobody ever tell you there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. And annoying the main man is most definitely the wrong way. As he's like stepping on one of the little kids and slamming the other guy in the gut. Lobo's just doing Lobo. <laughs> and in the corner, the guys are watching. Hey, this is great. These punks deserve everything he gives them. Yeah, but it's getting out of hand. Once Lobo gets started, there's no knowing where he'll stop. We could be next. We should make tracks while we're still able. Okay, let's finish our drinks and do it. Stay calm, act nonchalant, and we'll just breeze on out. Mm-hmm, good beer, eh, boys? Yeah, pity we only came in for the one. Still, domestic life calls, eh? So they all kind of get up. And they start to leave, and then, hey, guys, mind if I sit in on your game? And, of course, it's Lobo. Uh, we just, uh, finished. Yeah, we were, uh, going home to our wives. Wives, schmives, says Lobo. Forget them. Sit down, and let's get this game on. Or have you got something against the main man's company? Uh, no, 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 no. Five-card stud, right? Right, but we was just playing for nickels among friends. Hey, that's my game, says Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> Although he didn't actually threaten us, his subtle air of menace made us stay. Here, Cog, Clyde. I, uh, I fold. Me too. Uh, and me, and me. It's my game, I think. Come on, I ain't got all night. Pep it up, huh? Uh. Oh, whatever you say, sir. So he starts dealing as quickly as he can. I tried to be sociable, but Lobo just isn't made that way. So, uh, do you have business in town? What the frag's it to you? I fold. Uh, me too. I'm out. <laughs> and why are you asking? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to make friendly conversation. What do you mean, friendly? You one of those geekoid buddy-buddy bastiches? Well, we've all known each other since school, and... Whoa, you're giving me an earache. Shut up and play. As he slams the uh, ashtray in the guy's mouth. Yeah. Gotta go punish the porcelain. Deal me in. I'll be back. This can only end one way. Badly. We gotta skip out now. Well, we still got legs. Now we know what happened to his mouth. <laughs> yes. Totally. So we got a new dude come smashing in the uh, bar. All right. Where is he? Where's my little brother? Have you seen him, maggot? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know your brother. And so he gets pounded in the face. Worm. Big Bruce. Bernie, what the hell happened to you, little bro? 
It was this maniac. I don't know where he's gone, but them's his friends. <laughs> of course. I knew it. I said we should have run for it. Right, you bunch of bullying bozos. I'll teach you to beat up on poor defenseless kids. But, 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 uh, uh. Take the ashtray out of your face when you talk to Big Bruce, you. And then Lobo's back. Hey, coffin breath. I put that ashtray there, chump. And it stays there until I say otherwise. So it goes slamming back into the dude's mouth. That's him, brother. Say your prayers, skinny. Watch out with that axe, Brucey. You heard the man, Brucey. And, uh... <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, little, uh, little bro gets head chopped off there. Bru- ah! oh. Bernie. And then Lobo uses his chain, grabs the axe. This just ain't your family's night, pal. You know what I mean? And the axe goes right through Brucey's skull. <laughs> and that's how we got doubleheader. That's right. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so Lobo's like, right, whose deal? What's wrong? You caught some kind of shaking disease? Uh, uh, I can't do it. My, my nerves. Nerves, huh? Best cures to sever the synapses, I always say. <gasps> Loby. Oh, baby. And, um... A three-breasted alien comes wandering up. Sorry I'm late, sweetiekins. I ran out of lipstick, and then I went to the drugstore. I met Lydia. You remember Lydia. Well, we got talking, and one thing led to another, and, well, here I am. And I'm starving. Where are we eating? Can I have the lobster? You know how much I like it. Loby, sweetiekins. <laughs> he grabs a lobster right out of the uh, aquarium. Sure, you can have the lobster, babe. <laughs> and he uh, squirts it like right on her nose, so the lobster's got her nose there. As for being a frog an hour late, ow, ow, ow. He tosses her into the uh, aquarium. Aquarium. That's cool. <laughs> so long, compadres. He's forgotten his winnings. Maybe we should go after him. Oh, uh, no. My nerves couldn't stand it. John, you should have you should have it. Help pay your dental bill, pal. You think? Sure, it's only pennies. He won't come back for that. Oh, I guess. And of course, that's when Lobo comes back. Hey guys, guess what? I forgot my winnings. Um so we're seeing the guy in the hospital, John, I guess. As best you can assess the cost of your injuries. Uh, medical cost, 250,000 credits. Emotional distress, uh, a million. zero, I think that's a billion. <laughs> Pain, trauma, a million credits. And he signs it, John Doe. <gasps> Mr. Doe, your insurance agent's here. And the insurance and agent is Lobo. Yo, the same my usual line, but the chick I work for does a little underwriting on the side. Seeing I'm in town, she said to pick up your claim. And uh, Lobo's like, hey, don't I recognize you? And he <laughs> checks out the claim. He reads it, and then his eyes get real angry, and he gets that Lobo teethy grimace. I can't process this crap. Those injuries was inflicted as a direct result of a criminal act. 
to wit, you stole my fragging winnings. <gasps> Please, it wasn't like that. Some folks just never learn. And there's lots of screams and gurgles and uh, just Please, painful no. painfuls <laughs> coming out of the emergency room while the doctor and the nurse just look at each other in shock. And then Lobo goes walking, stomping on out. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Laugh. Real funny. Seeing somebody get hurt, huh? Why, you guys is all the same. You make me sick. And we see poor old John is... Uh, Twisted around and through the uh, hospital Missing bed. Missing pieces now. It looks like he's lost, yeah, a couple more bits and pieces as, uh, <laughs> as he's all twisted around there. And that is the end. Um, yeah, that is the end. It was it just me or considering the year time it came from, did you get the kind of like a married with children vibe from like the family thing? Yeah, totally. Totally very much so. I mean all his little friends were like the no ma'am group. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so they're kind of moving closer and closer towards Lobo getting his own book by this point, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've had tons of minis, a couple of specials, and uh... no, yeah, because they're. I have the the letter. I don't know. Just look at the letters page. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they announced that in the letters page. Oh, the do new... they? That he's getting his own book. Yeah, they say oh, soon yeah. next. Yeah, they say soon next month. New Lobo mini series called Lobo on American Gladiators. Uh, by Alan, written by Alan Grant and John Wagner. And drawn yep. by Cam Kennedy. And then, oh, and covered by Magnolia. Mike Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. And then at the very end there. Two months after that in July, new Lobo series monthly. Look at that. So we are, so yeah. So we are not far off from Lobo's. Lobo has uh, become, <laughs> he's become the Wolverine of D.C., yeah, he has his own <laughs> book. He's going to have his own book just in time to have a Zero issue. That's true. Yeah, He's going to be part of Zero. Far off, right? Yeah, totally. Totally. Which is weird to think about. I know. I know. All righty, folks. There we go. Yeah, a little closer look at some of the, you know, poor, you know, poor defenseless people that Lobo has uh, interacted with. That's right. That's right. The folks around Lobo. <laughs> How does a force of nature like Lobo affect the world around him? <laughs> All righty. In the meantime, folks, if you want to send us any comments or uh, feedback, you can do so in all the usual places. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Twitters, I think. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, we're on the website at legion of substitute podcasters.com anywhere you look for us we will probably be there except under your bed yeah we won't be there <laughs> or, or will we <laughs> oh boy oh boy Alrighty, folks we will see you all in a w-e-e-k s-e-l-a-m-a-t t-i-n-g-g-a-l
I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is fried, remember? I got nothing. Oh, that's right. <laughs>